samples, seven pounds of Nutella, and discounts. Oh my! If you're an impulse shopper, warehouse clubs like Costco, Sam's Club, and BJ's Wholesale Club can be your wallet's worst nightmare. But if you're smart and do it right, they can be a blessing to your family and your wallet. And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. Welcome to the Wallet Win Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Growing up, my family had a membership to Sam's Club. Oh, yeah, me too. And it was the best. I mean, going and getting Sample Saturday. Samples, yo. Those Sample sample Saturday ladies were some of my favorite ladies in the world. It was my lunch on most Saturdays. (laughs) That's what we would do. We would go... Maybe, you know, have to go get something at the store or go shopping. And then we would swing by Sam's Club to get samples for lunch. Right. And if you didn't have enough samples, you got a hot dog. <laughs> anyway, it uh, did you actually time out? We got to go back. Mm-hmm. Did you have those French toast sticks? No. Ugh. We were not a French. Well, we were not a French toast stick at home family. No. Taquitos? Nope. I don't even know what we bought at Sam's Club, honestly. (laughs) I know that we did buy things there, but I don't know what it was. I just know the samples. Mm. Like, I don't have all these memories of these these giant boxes of French toast sticks or or these these whatever it is. These (laughs) over, you know, these side these Doritos bags the size of me as a child. I don't remember (laughs) any of that. I don't think it was there, but I remember the samples. Yep. Well, fast forward. We went to college. We got our first jobs. We moved away from home. Mm-hmm. Sam's Club became a distant memory. Oh, distant. But then cherished. Jonathan and I got married. Mm-hmm. We, the, the first town that we lived in when we got married did not have... There was any, nothing like that there. there. Like no that. wholesale club. When we got to Denver, yes. we'd heard about this thing called Costco. Well, one of my friends when I was a kid, <laughs> they had a Costco membership. It was, it was kind of out of town more. I think it was on their way to like, his mom's work or something. So they had Costco, and they had some pretty good snacks at their house. Um, so I always remembered intrigued. Costco. Yeah, and then... Um, we moved in with a, fam- with, um, a family in mm-hmm. Denver yes. while we were looking for housing for ourselves. And they were a Costco family. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take long before we fell in before love. Before we were a Costco family. <laughs> well, that Tillamook cheese, Woo! the bacon, I Woo! mean, all these things that they had. We were like, where did you get this? And I need more of this in my life. Mm-hmm. So within three months of moving to Denver, we had ourselves a Costco membership. And over the years, we have had quite the relationship, the growing relationship with Costco. Yes. It's a little bit less, of course, now with the samples in their modified state. <laughs> right now. Not quite lunch from the samples anymore. Um, but I'd say we've firmly become a Costco family. The Costco rotisserie chicken, for instance, right. is a staple. I mean, you can't... For four ninety nine. not only is it a dinner for our family, tw- once or twice at mm-hmm. least, but then I use it for chicken stock. Yep. And little quesadillas for the kids. Mm-hmm. We practically steal that from them. <laughs> I think it actually is one Which of is those exactly items. exactly how they want it. One of those items they lose money on to draw you into the back of the store. Mm-hmm. And you Because it's in the these... back of exactly. the store. So, so Costco, Costco is great. Uh, we're going to be talking about Costco 
because that's our experience. Right. That's what that's where where we go. These same principles, these same strategies, these same techniques on both sides from the store trying to get your money and from you trying to get a deal, they're going to be the same no matter what warehouse, bulk exactly. purchase store you may go to. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep saying Costco because that's what we're used to yep. and that's what we do. But you could apply this to BJ's, to Sam's, to and whatever else you're doing. Right. But yeah, it is very safe to say we are a Costco family. We love Costco. Well, sometimes I hate Costco. No, we don't. It's love hate. It's no, it's no, it's, it's love, just you gotta. But you have to know. You gotta know you what have to, do. to have boundaries in There's place. Rules of and engagement. We are gonna talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so in this episode, we're gonna be talking about kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit on what Costco's doing, what those wholesale clubs are doing, try to get you to spend more and more and more, maybe entice you to wreck your plans. and how you can take advantage of what they are doing, the services and the products and all that stuff, how they operate to really make it a win for your family and finally know if it's a good fit for you or not. Right, exactly, because it's not for all people in all circumstances, and we're going to talk about that. So without further ado, John, let's dive into this. Can you just explain um, how these places work? Mm -hmm. Because... In, in from a thirty thousand foot view, you're paying someone. It sounds money crazy to save money. You're saying, well, oh no, you're paying, you're paying somebody to money spend money to spend money. Yeah, you're, you're some, paying. For so membership. it's a store that I give them money just to go inside the door and, and then buy things. Money. How does that work? How does it work? So there's and there's this is you know there's a lot of different stores. Most stores though. You just go in and you spend the money. Mm-hmm. And that's how they make it, right? They buy the products. Maybe they make them. Most of the time they're going to buy them from a manufacturer at a certain price. Then they mark them up and sell them to to you. And that's how most store, pretty much every store ever works. Mm-hmm. They buy some stuff and then they sell it for more than they bought it for. Them. A wholesale club, they do that. Of course, they have a markup. Sure. But they're... Revenue and their profit comes from more things than just a markup. Mm-hmm. So really, and also their markups are smaller. So there's they make less profit per thing, um, but they have money coming in other ways. The biggest way membership is through that fee. membership fee. So every year, people are paying Costco, for instance, whatever it is, sixty bucks, sixty-five bucks, or like one something. Yeah, for their the, their basic one. The bit, the executive, to, or business. just to get in the door, just to unlock the samples, essentially, and unlock a lot of the savings that is there. So they have, they have. I mean, Costco, for example, has over eighty million people just giving them money every year just to get in the door, mm-hmm. and so that allows them really to do a lot of other creative things with how they run their business because they have a lot of that, a lot of money coming in already without even selling one thing but a plastic card. Right. And one of the cool things about having that giant volume of revenue coming in off the membership fee is they get a lot of buying power. Mm-hmm. So not only are you going to get access to products that they've marked up at a lower markup than other places, they are oftentimes going to be far superior quality mm-hmm. at a about a, at a lower price yep. and with less markup. We're going to talk about that We're gonna in just a little it. bit. But so, yeah, so they're, but they're able to go to these manufacturers. Hey, yeah, we can buy these. We've got like 80 million people ready to buy something like this. Mm-hmm. What can we do to get a good deal? Now, and, and of course, Costco, if, um, I think they all do it, but certainly Costco, they got other things too going on. Because because Car you're rentals. paying that money to be there, you're going to go to get your money's worth. So they have 
car rental services. They'll get, they'll give you tires for their car. They'll plan your vacation for you. Water services. Yeah, they'll they'll print your photos. All sorts mm-hmm. of other things that are going on to then just get more and more money coming in. You're buying into a club and saying, I'm with them, these mm-hmm. people that get these volume discounts that I'd never have access to as just a layman yeah. on the street. And maybe you still think that's kind of crazy. I'm going to pay money so that I can buy things. You may be doing it already with Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody's got an Amazon Prime membership. <laughs> so it's very likely that you have that if you don't have a wholesale club. And it's the same idea. You're paying Amazon. I think it's like 100 20 bucks a year or something like that yep. so that you can go shopping on Amazon more and spend more money than the average person, the non-prime member. And of course, instead of getting a lower price, you are getting, getting free ship shipping deal. or some of those other services. Right. So it's it's a thing you might be doing already. It's not that crazy. Um, and so it helps. And again, it just helps kind of grease the wheels of the Costco operation to make it smoother, to lower some of those prices that you see. All right, so we obviously clearly love Costco, but first things first, let's talk about when it's worth it versus when it's not worth mm. it. And let's start with It's not it's, for everybody. Let's talk about when it's not worth it. because, And then that pains me to say that, <laughs> but it is true. And we have actually had times we've canceled our, our Costco membership, and we're going to talk about that. Ooh. So the first time, I mean, you have to look at your stage in life. Mm-hmm. One of the we work with a lot of people who are trying to get their money working for them. They've struggled with being in debt. They've struggled with charging things on a credit card and then in like a tsunami it crashes over them after they've overspent. If you are someone struggling right now with specifically overspending, impulse purchasing mm-hmm. and credit card debt that has accumulated in the wake of those things, it's probably not the right place for you. It's definitely right a, a little warning light that's flashing. Because when you go to Costco, those impulse buys are so dang easy to make. They've actually designed the store layout to maximize impulse purchasing. Mm-hmm. They've dialed into human psychology to such a degree that they... It's no wonder, guys, that the, the produce, the, the meat... That ridiculously dairy, delicious and huge four ninety nine rotisserie chicken that is better than any rotisserie chicken you're going to get at a grocery store is in the back of the center. store. So you have to walk past everything else. Also, what else is in the deepest recesses of the store? Toilet paper oh, and diapers. The things that you'll probably be getting regularly. Mm-hmm. And they rearrange the store. So a lot of the things, will, like the baking aisles, usually always in the same place. You know, things like that. But especially the stuff that you would walk past in the middle, they'll move that crap around. So that even if you take the same path through the store, you're going to see new things. Mm -hmm. They do new stuff on all the end caps, on the ends of the aisles. As you walk down, you know, the main aisle, you'll see different things. There's always the different samples. All those things are things are always moving around, so you see new things that you're enticed to buy. Which is one of the reasons we we personally love them because they keep it fresh, they keep it interesting. But if you are struggling in debt, you're trying to get a hold of it, you really battle impulse purchasing, and you are just trying to cut spending right now. 
Costco might not be or a warehouse mm-hmm. club membership might not be the best thing for yep. you. Yep. And the two just two other quick reasons why it, it is an issue is that the impulse buy is going to be a bigger impulse buy. Impulse buy a box of cereal at the store, it's a couple bucks. Impulse buy a two pack of giant boxes at Costco, then that's like 12 bucks. Yeah, exactly. So everything's just blown up. Mm-hmm. You could have a cart with six items and it's $100. Yeah, or you go in to get groceries <laughs> and you get some food, but then you impulse buy a vest because you saw it and it looked cool. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's all the, these little things. So if that's, again, impulse buys or overspending, it can just really quickly amp up at a warehouse exactly. store. And we're not saying it's not for you forever, Mm-mm. but there's a a good chance that you might need a six month like to a one year detox to undo those types of behaviors that have kept you sabotaged. And then you can re-enter healthfully back into a relationship with a warehouse club. Exactly. <laughs> but you've got to do it with intentionality. Now, another situation where it might not be the best would be if you're a single household or maybe you're married without children yet. Now, we complete when we got married before we had kids, there were definitely items we still went to Costco to buy. But there were for sure things that we just didn't get because there was never going to be we were never going to use that n- amount of whatever before it would have gone bad. Mm-hmm. Or we just didn't have the space in where we were living right. to hold two extra bottles of ketchup and an yeah. and the, you know things like that. So some ways to get around that, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So maybe you, you've declared like, okay, yeah, actually, like, I'm really struggling with impulse purchases. I, I'm i deep in debt. and Or it's just me. Or I'm it's single. Just me. I and don't I don't know if I need three weeks worth of Doritos. But if you're anything like us, it's more like three days worth of Doritos. Three hours. <laughs> three minutes. A way to get around it. You can use gift cards. So Costco gift cards. Costco gift cards. So you could have a member or even you might be able to purchase them just like a $50 gift card. It's going to get you in the store. They don't require you to have a membership when you have a gift card. Somebody might have just given you a gift, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're using this gift card to get in the store without having to pay a membership fee. And now you get to buy your items. So when we first started WalletWin, this is almost three years ago now, Hmm. Jonathan lost his day job. We were starting a brand new business. We had no idea what kind of our income was going to be over the next six months to a year. We had not a clue. And so we knew we had several months of emergency savings ready to go at the helm. But we were going to be launching a business and hopefully it was going to work out and bring us an income. But we went into downsize mode. Anything that did not have to be a line item in our budget, Mm -hmm. we were in emergency mode. It got cut. And one of those things was kind of this extra spending we were doing at Costco on unnecessary items. Uh, But there were still a few things like diapers that you just can't compete. They're just so freaking cheaper and better. Yeah. You might be able to get like Aldi diapers might be comparable on price, but they're certainly not comparable (laughs) on the quality. And so for basically the same price, you could have something three times as good. Mm Okay, so my parents were Costco members, though. And so once a month, I'd, just, I'd give my mom like $100, and she'd go get a $100 Costco gift card. Mm-hmm. And so we knew, okay, we've got $100. We can buy our diapers. We can buy the cheese. Like the, the five items that we knew mm-hmm. were so much cheaper and worth it at Costco. 
and we ignored everything else. But you can still get those super great items without having to pay that membership fee. We didn't officially become members again to Costco, I think, until our business was about a year old, mm. is when we decided, okay, we can now rephase this back in. We're doing okay on our income, and it can be a regular line item now, and we don't have to go the gift card route any longer. And now you might be thinking, oh, you guys are psycho. Like, the membership fee was only 60 bucks, but... I will tell you, if you don't pay attention to the details in the personal finance, it's the details that will sink you. Mm -hmm. And we were able to stay in business when we had our emergency savings and we were launching a brand new business because we were quick, nimble, and lean. And businesses that bog themselves down and don't change their lifestyles oftentimes go belly up in that first year. And we were protecting Wallowin mm -hmm. by keeping it, our expenses buoyant and light. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, we stand behind the decision to stay out of Costco for that season mm -hmm. um, and limit our purchases there to keep our our family and our business safe. Yep. And so the other, another kind of little bit of a take on this you would think is just, well, just if you know somebody, go with them. And that can work, but you have to be there with them. You know, they, 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 they flash the card to get you in at the checkout. They, you know, scan their, they, their membership card. Then you just pay with your, with your, debit card or whatever they're not so much fans of that though they're not as big fans of it and having that set amount of of course you know if you have the 50 dollars gift card and what you buy is 53 dollars like you just pay them the three dollars or yeah. whatever it's not like you're out of luck or anything but having that amount whatever it is on a card just psychologically helps you stay in that limit you know you if you're just there to buy stuff like Oh yeah, I'll just throw the extra bag of Doritos in or the vest or whatever it is. But if you know, I've got fifty dollars to spend. That's it. Oh, mm -hmm. well that vest is gonna pop me over by fifteen bucks. Or those Doritos, they're not gonna fit. Then it really helps you again stay on target and spend what you want to at the store um, when you have that card. And it gives you the freedom to go when when it fits your schedule because you have it. Yeah. Instead of needing to coordinate with your neighbor or your friend or your mom or whoever exactly. it is. Right. So yeah. We just identified kind of the situations where it's not going to be worth it. Let's talk about when it is worth it. Mm. When it's on, it's on. It's on. <laughs> One of the biggest things that you save on is gasoline. Oh, yes. Consistently. And I, I keep thinking, is it really that much savings? Because it's definitely not. It's not like across town for us. But it's, it can be a little out of the way sometimes. Sure. So I, I keep always thinking, is it really worth it to drive over there? Is it really worth it to this gas it is when gas has been expensive when gas has been cheap it doesn't matter when we go trap when we travel they beat in it. different parts of the country it's always the same it's definitely cheaper sometimes by like 20 cents a gallon mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's worth the five minutes out of your way yeah for, for sure to fill up that tank now when there isn't a costco nearby and we could do an entire podcast episode on this alone we use something called Gas Buddy, mm -hmm. which finds you the absolute cheapest gas in your area. But consistently, even on the app, they'll you, say you can't even beat Gas Buddy. If there's a Costco, go to that instead. You can't even get beat. You cannot beat the Gas Buddy savings. You can't beat Costco even with the Gas Buddy savings. Exactly, it's just worth it. So it's good. So that's a definitely plus. So if you drive a ton, and there's a Costco like on your way. That's a that's a good, not probably, that's the only I wouldn't say that's the only thing to get there. No, you never no, go in the no. store. I wouldn't join just for the gas, but it's definitely a plus. It might be 
I mean, you would certainly save more than $60 a year if Mm. you used it for just gas alone. Another way that we've seen it consistently be worth it is rental cars. True. Rental cars. We use something called autoslash.com to help us after after we book our rental car. Sometimes we've used autoslash to help us get a booking. Mm -hmm. Um, And like 9.9 times out of 10, the absolute cheapest one they'll find available is with my Costco membership. Mm -hmm. And then autoslash will keep track of your booking and show you if anything cheaper comes up. But the only thing that ever comes up cheaper is another Costco another booking. Costco one. Yeah. <laughs> and with, with the Costco rental car, sir, you know, because again, they're just kind of the coordinator. It's not like you go to the Costco desk at the airport. No. They no, just no. go, oh, hey, if you check out with dollar or budget or whoever it is. And so when you go through the Costco way, you're going to save money and you get the second driver free for free. It's not an extra 10 bucks or whatever. Yep. So we have, it's almost always mm-hmm. worth it there. We, it's just our go-to for cars. And then we plug it into auto slash just in case somebody else might be able to meet it or beat it, but they don't. <laughs> but we do. Um, and then another time when it's going to be worth it is if you are in a financial phase where you've got more freedom to choose items based on quality versus quality and affordability, Right. So with that Costco membership, um, you're going to save per unit price. And it's generally going to be higher quality items to start with, for sure. So, you know, if you can pay a little bit more for some extra quality, it's definitely going to be worth it. And sometimes you pay the same for more quality. Right. So the, 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 for sure worth the rotisserie chickens, for example. Let's talk about that because last night at dinner. Last night at dinner, we had a non-Costco rotisserie chicken. The, that bird it was, was smaller. Small. It was drier. Ugh. It was not as delicious. <laughs> and it was more expensive. Mm-hmm. It was like twice as expensive. No. I think it was like $8.99. Got to get that Costco bird. The Costco bird, twice the size. It's huge. It's juicy. juicy. It's delicious. Right. And it's so $5. You paid less and got better mm-hmm. or so that is a lot of items but then for example let's talk produce sure you go to somewhere like aldi or kroger and you buy some blueberries or strawberries or peppers they're going to be okay mm-hmm. you go to costco they're good and they are the utmost highest quality mm-hmm. every now and again you might find something i mean it's produce some it's it's going to go bad eventually and sometimes there can be a bad vat but they are consistently buying the highest quality it's possible. So, it's just so much better. So, you know, you might have paid a dollar or two more for this higher quality produce, but it certainly was so much better in the quality mm-hmm. than saving the $2 yep. than you would have had at the Aldi produce that went bad mm-hmm. in, in like three days and kind of sucked to start. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Or again with with shrimp, frozen shrimp. Oh. You just did this the other night. If you if you follow on Instagram, you would have seen it. Mm-hmm. But you made this soup that has shrimp in it. Thai coconut shrimp soup. You didn't have a lot, so you added it to your Walmart grocery order, some frozen shrimp. It was the same price. Right. 
as the Costco shrimp. I only had like a half a pound of my Costco shrimp left. Mm-hmm. But you were out of town and I needed grocery pickup. I didn't want to take the kids into yeah. Costco. I just needed something simple. Mm-hmm. And yeah, at Costco, I usually get the tail off um, shrimp for like thirteen ninety nine. Great price. Mm-hmm. I, it, I think it's two pounds. So at Walmart, they had the same thing. Two pounds of shrimp, thirteen ninety nine. Great. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it was trash. You had it. Oh, there's a this picture on the spoon. Your t- or it is, looked like a white piece of rubber. It was probably half the size. Half. It was way smaller. Not. Like, it was white. It didn't have any of that kind of orange little color on it or anything. No. no. And you said the texture and the taste were just. It felt nothing. it when a bit in. It taste. It felt like hollow. Hmm. It felt like it wasn't even there. Weird. It just like disintegrated. And those Costco ones are so good. Oh, the Costco ones, meaty, like tastes like shrimp from the ocean. I don't know where this, <laughs> where this Walmart one, it was probably some like saltwater farm in like Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Yep. So, so again, it was like, okay, okay, that was so worth it to shop at Costco for that. So it's worth it. We talked about it's not worth it depending on where you are in life, kind of your your pers- the, some of the stuff that you know about yourself when it comes to overspending or just busting your budget or impulse buys. And then we talk about how it's worth it. The gas can make it worth it. Um, just travel. the travel can make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And then just this, if it work, depending on the things that you buy, they might just be plain cheaper slash better at Costco. And right. all those things can make it worth it. Exactly. But here's some tips mm-hmm. on how to make sure this always stays safe for you and your family. So first tip, and this is like any other store, it's probably especially important at Costco, go with a list. Mm-hmm. Know what you want to get. Now, it can be maybe if there's a spectrum of lists, it's it, from the most helpful, it's I need to get cheddar cheese, I need to get diapers. cream, I need to get diapers, and I need to get shrimp. Shrimp. And that's it. Or a pair and those that twelve pack of socks or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Cause last year's twelve pack has gone missing. <laughs> yep. And then you stick to that list. If you and then on the other spectrum of lists would just be like food. Now, you could get all sorts of different foods, but if you know you're not gonna get clothes, you're not gonna get electronics, you're not gonna get anything else, it could help, but not as much. The more specific you get with your list, the more it's going to help keep you on task. And I think what if, if you're not somebody who wants to create lists, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm one of those people that we write down on our whiteboard what we need at Costco just throughout the week. And then I take a picture of it mm-hmm. before I go to Costco and I make sure those things are there. Yeah. Now, I will inevitably see extra stuff and I will purchase it mm-hmm. in some circumstances So what I think is more helpful is tip number two, Mm -hmm. budget for all purchases. Yep. At the end of the day, you might add some items. Yeah. Because they have a killer sale on that Boisson cheese, and you know you're not leaving the store without it. Come on. It goes on sale at Christmas and Easter. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We always know, and we always get it during those seasons. But really, the more important factor here is that you had a budget. And so if I know I'm adding items to it, 
I am opening up YNAB on my phone and I'm looking and I'm seeing, okay, we only, we actually have $280 left in groceries. It's the middle of the month and, you know, my $100 Costco trip is now gotten turned into, I've put about $50 extra of items in here. It's a $150. All right, I think we're going to be able to make it for the rest mm-hmm, of the month. Mm-hmm. There have been times, though, when that trip turned into $230, and then we knew we only had $50 left for the month for groceries, and we had to make it work, and because we had Costco volume of things in the freezer or the pantry, we made it work. But that's really the key. Is it in the budget or not? Mm-hmm. And you're an adult. You can shift things around. Yep. Oh, there's a vest on sale. I really like it. It looks like it's going to fit great. I don't know if you can tell, but there is currently a vest on sale. Oh, really? At Costco. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Jonathan I have. loves vests. I love vests. I love quarter zip pullovers. Yeah, obsessed. <laughs> and you're always losing yours. So we always have to be on the lookout for another sale. I'm not even kidding, guys. Um, And so you can say, okay, I see in my budget that I had budgeted like $100 to go out to eat and see a movie this month, but I'm going to take 15 of that and I'm shuffling it over to shuffling? Shuffling it over to clothing. Shuffling it to clothing category. Bada bing, bada boom. It's in the budget. Yep. So. It's that's mostly the most important part here. Mostly the most important. Mm, Absolutely. I apparently can't talk today. Is it budgeted for? Mm-hmm. That is the biggest key. No buying items that do not have a place in your budget. No spending money you do not have. Huge. Yep. All right. Continue. And when when you go to spend that money, check the unit price. Mm-hmm. So that is the price per whatever it is. Price per pudding cup. Price per ounce of chocolate chips. Price per fluid ounce of maple syrup. Price per pound of cheese. Whatever it is. So, and Costco is great because, I mean, they put it right on the sign. You don't have mm-hmm. to do, most grocery stores will have it on there. Sometimes it's a little weird at the grocery store. It's not as consistent as it is at Costco, I feel. some You're looking at two different things of like the same product. This one's by ounce. This one's by like cup. Anyway, so just know what your unit price is. What you're comparing. Some things... Not everything at Costco is, is like cheaper or whatever. A lot of times it is. But you just need to remember. It just helps you break it down because when you're thinking about the prices versus the, the grocery store, those sizes at the grocery store are a lot smaller usually. Mm-hmm. So it just helps you put them on more of an even comparison footing for you for you to compare and really see if it's going to work out for you and if it's cheaper. Right. I mean, there's blogs out there where you can s- they will break down unit price mm-hmm. between Costco, Aldi, and Kroger. They will do that on like a ton of different household staples and show you which one has the best unit price, which is awesome, I think. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that I we've always enjoyed looking at the most and closely following is uh, carbonated water. Oh, yeah. We call it fizzy water around our house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Sparkling water, fizzy water, whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so at Costco, they'll tell you the price per, per can. Per can, which is very helpful. Really helpful. It's way better than per ounce. Because exactly. you're not drinking an ounce of that stuff. You're drinking a can of it. Yeah. Or you can think about when you go at the machine to put in your quarters to buy a can or something. So, yeah. We, and then when it's on sale, you go, oh, wow. that's It's $2 off or whatever. But, boy, now did that impact the per can 
price. 16 or 17 cents per can. Instead of 23 and a third. Usually, it's usually (laughs) 23 and a third cents per can, but at the grocery store, you're looking at 30 cents plus a can. Mm -hmm. So it really helps you compare, oh, there's a sale at the grocery store. Well, is is it any better per can? So you really can lock in to those unit prices, especially in those things that you buy a lot or that, that are staples in your household. So then you know if this is a great deal at Costco or even when you're out at the an ordinary grocery store, if that sale is, is going to beat Costco because right. you know you've locked into those staple prices in your head. Now, one final tip here is mm, come on. this kind of goes hand in tip. hand with the, the tip. unit prices. Be realistic. Yes. Okay. A five-gallon tub of ketchup <laughs> is not a bargain if it goes bad before you use it up. Mm-hmm. It's just a space killer. It's a yeah. dust collector. And, I mean, does ketchup even go bad? I don't though? know. But let's talk <laughs> about, like, mayonnaise, for example. Mm-hmm. Our household loves mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. It goes on sandwiches. It goes on hot dogs. It gets dipped with fries. We use it Broccoli. to make ranch. Yep. All sorts of things. Like we, we through blow through a mayonnaise. Size mayonnaise. And one, it's big. We go through it one a month. Yeah. So it's a huge old jar of mayonnaise. But if you don't use mayonnaise a lot, even though it's a steal and way cheaper than at the grocery store, it could go bad before you use it all. So it just got more expensive. Or it's going to take up a ton of room. Because it's huge. It's huge. And so you just need to know, is this really going to work for me? Do I really, like, I need some lip balm. That's a great price per stick. But do I need 15 sticks? It will take me three years to use that. Is that really Or three a weeks good to lose that. Yeah. In our house, <laughs> the kids would eat it. The baby would eat them. Yeah, so you need to just think, think about, hey, this might be a great deal, but is it realistic? Is it something that's actually going to be used and benefit me? Yeah. Do you have the space? Do you use it enough? Mm-hmm. And... Will you use it before it goes bad? Again, what would be more painful than opening up a bag of Costco-sized Doritos and knowing it took you two weeks to get through, but after the first week passed, they were stale? Don't say it. Don't do it. Don't. Don't hurt me that way. (laughs) (laughs) I can't handle that. You were better off buying a some something smaller at the grocery store and eating it fresh and then just buying another one because mm-hmm. why would you ever eat a steel chip that's right so there's so costco and on and other warehouse clubs like it can be really great they can be a, a it's a wonderful way to save money to get great quality items but you need to be careful it could be not just the right time for you to join one of these things. Mm-hmm. And even if you are joined, even if you're a member of these and it fits what you're trying to do right now, you got to keep in mind those tips at the end to have a list, to budget those purchases and make sure it's realistic, especially mm-hmm. when you're checking those unit prices. It's got to fit into your plan for your finances. Exactly. All right. So there are our tips. We've uh, kind of wrapped up this episode And we have a listener survey we would deeply appreciate you taking. Yep. It just helps us understand more of who's listening to the show so we can create more episodes that will be of interest to you. you. So check it out. Fill it out now at WalletWin.com slash survey. Yep. Go there. Give us your information and what episodes are going to be hot to you. And hey, that episode might be tickling your earbuds sooner than you think. (laughs) Tickle, tickle. <laughs> Why did I be say? Be tickling your ear holes. 
That's at waltland.com slash survey. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back with you next week here at the Waltland Podcast. Bye for now, guys. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Walletland program at walletland.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.